thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 73 That time of year thou mayst in me behold, when yellow leaves, or none or few, do hang upon the boughs which shake against the cold, bear ruined choirs where late the sweet birds sang. In me thou seest the twilight of such day, as after sunset fadeth in the west, which by and by black night doth take away, death's second south, that seals up all in rest. In me thou seest the glowing of such fire, that on the ashes of his youth doth lie, as the deathbed whereon it must expire, consumed with that which it was nourished by. This thou perceivest, which makes thy love more strong, to love that well, which thou must leave ere long. That was Sonnet 73 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chasley, and I am joined, as usual, by the slightly anxious-looking... I'm not anxious at all, Thierry Healers. <laughs> you, you're not anxious. You're not. You're not worried or stressed or anything like I'm that. I'm always worried, Mark. You, I mean, oh, <laughs> that's... you shouldn't be. Life's wonderful. There's poetry in the world. Yeah, should, poetry about death. A poetry about. I, death. I am old that... and I am about to die. <laughs> you I don't think we could describe you as old. Yeah, well, compared to... Aren't you, you're like 19 or something like that, aren't you? Yes. Something ridiculous yes, like that. I haven't even turned 20 yet. I'm, I'm just finishing I, I... GCSEs. Just... <laughs> you you still get pocket money. That's how young That's, you are. Wow, pocket money. <laughs> Those were the days. I never got pocket money. I never got pocket money. I'm sad. Oh, well. Um, uh, Sonnet 73. What do you feel about Sonnet 73? Do you like it? Do you hate it? I quite I quite like this one. Out, out of the um I think that's four about um old age and death and we're on the third one now. And I think this this might be my favorite just because of the imagery okay. in it. It it is very much full of of metaphors. There's at least three sort of distinct different images, I guess, in here. Well, there's there's, Which there's would... autumn when yellow leaves or yeah. even winter, I guess. Yellow leaves on under a few do hang more winter than yeah. autumn uh, the twilight of the day um we have the so it's kind um, of got autumn sunset um, and, and then extinguishing fire. fire yeah the glowing of such fire that on the ashes of his youth that lie <clears throat> and then i quite like that the the end of that the um uh, as the deathbed whereon it must expire consumed with that which it was nourished by uh, consumed by the 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 ash and the 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 expired fuel, which which was what gave it life in the first place, I think that's a lovely, a lovely metaphor. That a fire burns itself out and it, it gets killed by the thing that made it burn so ferociously. It's it's a lovely metaphor, which is kind of what happens to the human body, I guess. It, it, I suppose it, in a way, decomposes. yeah. I mean, there's... yeah, all all of the energy that that sustained you when you lived then just, has just, to go somewhere. Yeah. Because energy never disappears. No, not that we're not what we know of. It just changes from one form to another. It, it goes into another universe. It, it it could do. I don't think it does though. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. That's what happened on Fringe. We made experiments, and their world got destroyed. 
Yeah, that was quite sad in Fringe. For people who haven't watched Fringe, it's it's a very good TV show. You should watch it. It's it's very very interesting. Lots of lots of sort of obvious metaphors for for scientists having too much power and things like that. But it's it's a very good show. A lot of very very nice moral dilemmas in it, which is yeah. And not and non obvious ones, I think as well. Yeah, it's not good versus bad. It's, not... it's usually grey versus grey kind of thing. It's never really. Yeah. Do do you do the thing that gives you a marginal benefit or give someone else a marginal benefit, but they both has negative consequences yeah, in other yeah. places? And yeah, so it's a wonderful show, very well written. After the first series, once JJ Abrams gets out yeah. of the way, yeah. As as with many of his things, <laughs> he's a great ideas man. I think. Yeah. He, yeah. He should. Yeah. He has that initial he, spark, but even not even the idea. He's just called just. He has that initial spark of an idea. And then he should just other people should just run with it from there. He should just come up with a, <laughs> just the basic premise. Parallel, I agree. He, he would she if he'd have said parallel universe, and people could have just gone with that idea. But yeah, he had to stick uh, around. That, he needs to be the person in the meeting room who just churns out ideas, and then the writers take which one they think will work best. As, as long as the writers that needs to aren't Damon Lindelof. Because yet the public apologise for misogyny in the new Star Trek, which I found quite funny. <laughs> well, and that's such a big issue at the moment. Uh, this is probably going slightly off topic, and, and we'll have a conversation about this another time. But there is a big thing in the world at the moment with people being picked up on all the misogyny that that is in TV and in films, and it's 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 right. It's it shouldn't yeah, be there. Yeah. And and we're we're in the twenty first century, and it's, it's, it's really about odd time that... this happens. And and a lot of shows keep going, well, we've got a female captain or we have a female lead, therefore we can do nothing that is against women, which is not how it works. Um, that that was... But let's... let's... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was, let, let's not go into that, because that, that doesn't even link vaguely no. into this song <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I, I do like them to be little links in. Um... I, I'm not sure in in this sonnet the end. So we've got the three different metaphors. We've got the the autumn, the sunset, and and the fire. And then you get into the the final couplet, which is this: Thou perceivest which makes thy love more strong to love that wow which thou must leave ere long. I'm not a hundred percent on what that means, and I was wondering if you can enlighten me at all. As in the last. I I read it Last as in um, if if you realise that my life is sort of ending, you you, you might I don't know love more strong in the sense of you'll you'll cherish those last moments with me more because you know they are the last moments rather than, okay. than still early on. Because you you don't if you start the relationship any relationship you don't really. Unless you know from the outset that there is a specific end date when that person will leave, you you don't really. <laughs> there, there aren't enough relationships in the world that have an already given end date. They have. It doesn't to, I mean, happen very I, often. I had it a few years ago when I met Erasmus students, and we just we just clicked and we just got on. But we all just knew that come June tenth or whatever the day was, that would be over. They would be gone. They would just know everyone would go back to their own country, kind of thing. And you just. Yeah. It is a much more intense relationship. Well, friendship in that case, but still a relationship. 
because because you you, just, you know there's a yeah, deadline. Yeah, you, you just it. have those three, four, five months, however long the time is, or years or whatever the, the period is. With years, maybe not because years are very very long time. So is what it's saying here is the being able to see that my life is coming to an end should make everything more urgent yeah. should make the love stronger should make the feelings you, 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 bigger. you just basically compress everything you want to do and all the all your feelings into that short amount of time that makes that makes good sense i'm yawning Ooh. i'm sorry that was very rude yawning into the microphone um i, I didn't sleep well last night i apologize um Yes, no, that make that makes perfect sense. I I kind of like that as an ending. So so the the sonnets kind of meaning what we're saying is kind of uh, I'm old. I'm coming to the end. These are the different metaphors I'm using to show that I'm nearing the end of my life. I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm coming to it and I can feel it. But this should actually improve our relationship. This shouldn't destroy it. This shouldn't be a sad thing. This is something we should celebrate because our love is yeah, going to get stronger yeah. because of it. Yeah. That's really good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I do get impressed with Shakespeare every now and then. When, when you see... You don't get that... I, I Maybe I don't read enough modern poetry, but um, modern poetry tends to be... Well, I, I'm really into slam poetry at the moment. Um, there's there's this um, uh, lady on YouTube who I've, I've just discovered who is now my idol in modern slam poetry. Um, called Holly McNish. Um, you should all go and and find her because she's amazing, and and it, the way in which it's written is very different to this style. This style you tend to have to hunt the meaning out. The Shakespearean style you kind of have to hunt the meaning out. Whereas modern poetry is a bit more. Oh, I don't know. I suppose not in your face. That's wrong because it makes it sound simple. It's not simple. It's just the the meaning underneath the the poem is more immediate yeah, to you. Immediate, yeah. yeah, again, straightforward is the wrong word. It's hard to get the right language. So I don't want to imply that modern poetry isn't as good or isn't as deep. It's just more accessible maybe to us. And that that's probably just because it's... Well, it's language written as in well. our language. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was a very stupid point, I guess. I got to the end and went, I'm, I'm making a very important point. There's, and Terrier is going to like me. And then it uh, got to the end and it's like, actually, no, it makes sense because they speak exactly the same form of English that we do and Shakespeare didn't. But then I guess poetry is always something that is harder to access than, than prose. Or some prose. I mean, you, you could read Tolstoy and, and still be in over your head kind of thing. If you started there, I mean... Yeah. As with everything, you can work your way through simpler... Uh... That, yeah, that would be an impressive place to start. If you started your, your reading at, at Tolstoy, that's that's quite an impressive level to start. But also, you, you, there's, there's, with poetry in general, you get children's poetry. Or, or nurse, no, I mean, nursing rhymes are just essentially poetry. They're just just suppose, very yeah. simple. I very, very simply fight... Um, poems which is where everyone gets the idea that poems should rhyme, should rhyme all the time and, yeah which isn't the case well at least uh, not uh, nowadays uh, i mean for, for for much of western history poetry did rhyme no i i'm not i'm not convinced of that i i think the rhyming stuff probably is more accessible to us nowadays but i don't i don't well, know if that's is that a universal truth? I don't know. Maybe if it not is. universal, but 
rhymes are easier to remember and and poems were sent or they, they from um from epics because they were just they were just told they weren't written down and if yes, it rhymes you it's easier to remember the story that that is true okay i i'm going to I, i'm not to saying every single poem that was written in the last <laughs> 5000 we- um, years rhymed but i i would say that the majority of them yeah, okay, I'm I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing, after initial scepticism, I'm willing to take that point on board um, until proven proven you incorrect if someone writes in and tells us. There is probably incorrect. some weird statistics uh, which, somewhere. Yeah, at which point I will be glad and I will gloat and I will, and I will, I will rub it in. Take, so if anyone out there... <laughs> I will take the point. Yeah, if anyone out there does know, do, do get in contact. Um, I don't know what more to say about this sonnet. It's a, it's a really it's a, it's a quite a nice one. I, we were discussing beforehand whether this is one of the more famous ones or not. I've not heard of it before, but you you have mainly because my, it before. my English teacher read it in uh, in school. That might just be why I remember this particular one, and because yeah, I have a video it, of her doing it, which might have helped with her memory. That's just that's. That's quite nice. I I don't have any. I can barely remember my English teachers' names at schools, and I don't remember any of them reading poetry to us. Not re- not really. So I think your schooling system seems so much better. I think well, I might it send depends my kids on the teachers. Well, I, I did have shit teachers. I mean, ah, so maybe you're really bad at maths. I'm not. That wasn't my teacher's fault. Because though. I just, did, ah, just I, I sucked at maths. You're dumb. You're dumb, what? and you don't understand some it. concepts. The I can't remember. What the, I don't know what the English word is. Uh, for, for um, can you describe um, it? Perfect trinomes, or whatever they call it. In um, perfect trinomes. Uh, wait, I've got a Wikipedia this in French, and then I'm gonna see what the. Uh, <laughs> This is this is amazing. It's going to be something. Can you describe the concept? I might be able uh, to help the, then. The, the weird formulas where you have, oh, I can't remember them. Binomials, polynomials, uh, uh, trigonometry. Gonna, no, 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 no. It's not. No, I was good in trigonometry. That was one of the weird things that I just understood. Uh, where is the English button? <laughs> Make English. That's what you need. That button that should be on every web page in the world because English is all anyone speaks anywhere. Where is English? Just... Oh, there's too many languages <laughs> on Wikipedia. Wikipedia has too many languages. That's it. It should only be one. It should just be English. Oh, is, is where I'm going to put my foot down. Sends me to square number. That's not helpful. Wait. Uh, yeah, so do you mean powers and and? No. And... Uh, well, it is what to do with powers. Oh, this is gonna drive me nuts now. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, without without more information, I'm afraid I can't help. Um, you really are hunting for that. I can see. I can. You, you people at home can't see this, but Thierry yeah, really is hunting yeah, for whatever just, it is. Uh, wait. I found that. Oh, there's no English article for that. <laughs> Wait, maybe send maybe, maybe I can me. Find, send me the link. It's, it's stuff like I... um, a b a a plus b in parentheses squared equals a squared plus two a b plus b squared. That that's just that's just pure maths. That's what we would call pure. But maths. there's, so there's the a set of specific of... rules. 
Okay. Wait, I'll, I'll send you the link and then we can... This is the oddest Shakespeare this, sonnets this podcast Shakespeare we've done yet. If you scroll down to like the first, past the index, there's there's a okay um, a set of different rules. That's they they are the um are the quadratic equations. They are they they they're based on quadratics. I don't know what the English word is, but if if that's the one, yeah, that just I could yeah, yeah, just yeah. never figure four x because... squared minus twelve x plus nine. Yeah, the quadratics. And they get so ridiculously complicated, and you just... Yeah. See, I quite like them. No, yeah, I, like... I hate it, those. Give me <laughs> give me vectors or just, just anything, but no. Yeah, I think they're, they're sort of quadratic identities, is, is what, we're, what we're talking about here. At least uh, from a cursory glance. This page is in French. Would you like <laughs> to translate it? Yes, I would. I would like to translate it. Translating page into English. Uh, the remarkable identity, apparently, <laughs> that's, is, is what... <laughs> that's that's literally what it means, the remarkable identity, but but that's not... <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's... I would call them quadratic identities and, and polynomial identities is, is what they are. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Shakespeare No, at we, all. we went uh, as much off track as we've ever been. We, we started talking about maths, <laughs> mathematics... And and Shakespeare, that those are the two things that are about as far away from each other as you can you can get. Um, but it is a nice sonnet. It's another one of those sonnets where it's kind of what you see is what you get. There's not a lot of depth here. There's some nice metaphors, and they're very nice. Um, and then a nice ending. But I don't know really what else to say. Yeah, we, we 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 have another one about death coming. So. Well, maybe maybe we should move on to the other one about death. Maybe you should read us out on this one, and then maybe we'll be more incisive on on the next one. Even more depressed. No, I'm not. I'm not depressed. I'm happy. I'm just a bit yawny. It's raining. And and I'm drinking my drink, so I'm sorry about the chinking ice. It sounds like you're drinking a cocktail. I'm really not. I wish I was, but I'm not. A bit of pina colada Ooh. or a cosmopolitan. Oh, they don't come with ice. <laughs> I drink pina coladas. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, anyway, you read sonnet uh, sonnet seventy three. Let let let's go. You you read read do that thing. I'll do that thing. Sonnet seventy three. That time of year that uh, though. <laughs> that might that be a, actually a record. Goodbye. <laughs> that time of the. the... You, you I was expecting. I was expecting another that. That time of year that Sonnet 73. That time of year thou mayst in me behold, when yellow leaves, or none, or few, do hang upon those boughs which shake against the cold, bare ruined choirs where late the sweet birds sang. In me thou seest the twilight of such day, as after sunset fadeth in the west, which by and by black night doth take away, death's second self that seethes up all in rest. In me thou seest the glowing of such fire, that on the ashes of his youth doth lie, as the deathbed whereon it must expire, consumed with that which it was nourished by. This thou perceivest, which makes thy love more strong, to love that well, which thou must leave ere long. That was amazing. That was Sonnet 73 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chasley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent or at Nuffkin. And I've been Thierry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. 
And, and we're very sorry for the slight going off course in today's... No, we're not. We're as not as opposed to what all was... the other episodes where we oh. stayed on track. Exactly. So you, you know what to expect now. So we will see you again next time for Sonnet 74, where I'm sure we'll talk about something weird like movies or politics or something like that. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an In-Ear Entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about In-Ear Entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.